Hi there. You're about to listen to the Michael Files podcast. I'm your host, Michael Doherty. I'm a blogger, a podcaster, and author of a unique interpretation of the I Ching. Because of my bizarre childhood, I needed answers, and I investigated teachings both Western and Eastern until I found answers that worked for me. In these podcasts, and in my writings and my blogs, I want to share some of those insights with you, in the hope that they will be of help to you in navigating this strange thing called life. You may find ideas and insights that will help you on your journey. So, on to today's episode. Hi there, this is Mike Doherty again, and this is the second in the series of How to Be Happy, Happiness 2. This is all about personal responsibility, and the message I want to get across to you today is this. I will never blame anyone or anything for where I am in my life. Not my parents, my friends, my work colleagues, my teachers, my peers, my neighbours, my boss, the government, the bank manager, the bank rate, the weather, not anyone, nor anything, for where I am in my life. Now, that might sound a bit severe, but again, bear with me. If you can get to the point of saying, I am responsible, totally responsible for where I am, then you will have started, including the exercise we did in Happiness One, you will have begun to move to the point of not being in control of out there, but of being totally in control of in here. Let's give you an example. Let's say you decide to go for a long drive without any particular destination in mind. You come to a junction or a roundabout and you choose which exit to follow. You continue to the next junction or roundabout and once again you choose which road to take. After doing this a number of times, you may find yourself at a place you would rather not be. You can't really blame anyone or anything for where you are. You drove there. You chose the route to take at every intersection. You were in the driving seat. Now, it's no good saying that somebody else in the car told you which way to go and made you take this route or that route. You know, the typical backseat driver but you were the one who chose to follow their advice or not. Now, this is just like life's journey. You are responsible. If you can accept that, and I believe you must, then you'll come to a realisation that from now on, you can decide to drive to somewhere you want to be. It all depends on how your behaviour is controlled. It can be controlled externally or internally. You can decide to be controlled by external factors, such as other people's opinions, especially parents and friends, other people's rules, advertising, peer pressure, and those other controls of 
shoulds and oughts. You should do this, you ought to do that. But these rules, as it were, are always laid down by other people. Your behaviour can also involve approval seeking, where you seek to alter your behaviour to gain the approval of others. One of the problems with that is that you have to be all things to all men. Your opinions and behaviours have got to be flexible so that you can satisfy the requirements of different others. But people who are always seeking approval are seldom popular. <laughs> the word that comes to my mind is the word creep. Now, we generally prefer the company of people who are real. We could say things like, I don't agree with what she says, but at least you know where you stand with her. He's his own man. You know that when she says something, she means it. He's not just saying that to curry favour or to have your approval. On the other hand, choose to decide how they behave. They listen to other people's opinions. They may examine the various shoulds and oughts and decide whether or not they're relevant to them. They decide how to think, how to feel and how to act. And because they make those decisions, they accept total responsibility for their thoughts, their feelings and their actions. They can do this because they have decided their own rules. You know, it's a good idea to draw up a personal code of conduct. To decide on your own set of rules. Those that feel right for you, even if others don't agree. And they probably won't in many cases. But then if you consistently behave in accordance with your set of rules, other people have the security of knowing where you stand and how you will respond to situations. This is particularly important in relationships, and I'll be talking more about relationships in future podcasts. Now, none of this is to suggest that you should go out of your way to deliberately act in a rebellious manner. This is just another form of approval-seeking. The thing is, don't behave in a particular way just because you ought to, only if it feels right for you. You, you may upset some people, but that is their choice. Try and keep in mind that you can't actually upset anybody. They upset themselves. Also, never feel the need to justify your actions. If we do that, we're merely seeking approval again. People often demand that we justify what we do to their satisfaction. Don't fall into that trap. Besides, words are seldom effective. It's actions that count. If people don't like the way you behave, they'll either stick around or they won't. That's their choice. If you want to be in control of your own behaviours, then you must allow them the right to be in control of theirs. And if they don't want to be around you anymore, fine. Send them on their way without judgment, without anger. Send them on their way with love if you can. If you adopt this way of deciding for yourself how to think, feel and act, you may find that you will lose some friends. But you'll gain others, 
who appreciate a real person. As you change, you will no longer fit the role that others expect you to fill. But that's not your problem. This is a bit like a stage play. Imagine a stage play with a number of actors on the stage speaking their lines. And providing they all speak their lines at the right time, providing they all carry out their roles, the play can proceed merrily on towards when the curtain falls. But if one actor comes on and starts using a different script, starts speaking lines which were not in the original script, none of the other people around know how to respond because their normal responses will no longer make sense. So if you're in a relationship, particularly, if you change the way you behave, do it gradually, do it gently, and expect that the other person will have to acclimatize to the new you. And remember, it's not their choice. So you may be subjected to uh, arguments, you may be subjected to disapproval. You must expect this, you must allow for it. But you may reach the point where the relationship cannot continue, where the play cannot proceed, because you are no longer part of it. You're no longer part of the tribe. You'll be an outsider in many cases. And that is a choice that you have to make. Once you have made that choice of being totally responsible for who you are, how you think, act and behave, then you will find that you may not like the fact that you don't fit in, but you won't be prepared to pay the price to fit in. I want to talk about people who are motivated internally. The first thing that they do is they always act independently of the good or bad opinion of others. If you accept total responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings and your actions, then the opinions of others are just that, their opinions. They have nothing to do with you. What others think or feel about you is none of your business. You choose how to think, feel and act. And most importantly, because you accept total responsibility, you also accept the consequences of your actions without ever complaining about them. This is the test. Can you act in accordance with your own rules, accepting the consequences and never complain about them? Because if you complain about them, then you want things to be different. And this isn't what you're about. The second thing you need to do is to do what feels right, but remain unattached to the outcome. Now, this is a very, very important one. Whenever you're faced with a particular situation or a decision, consult your body. It's probably the most powerful tool in your possession. If your intended action or decision gives you a feeling of comfort, then proceed. If it doesn't, don't. Your body is your greatest ally. It will always give you the right signal. Because it's your contact with your intuition. And your intuition knows the total situation. 
whereas your logical thinking mind has got to operate on incomplete information. It can never know all the circumstances pertaining to any situation. Be careful not to confuse intuitive knowledge with wishful thinking. Wishful thinking generally demands instant results and is usually based on the gratification of ego desires. It is judgmental of others and normally wants to be right and prove others wrong. We all do this. On the other hand, intuitive knowledge is patient, non-judgmental, and is not concerned with the gratification of sensory desires, nor with being proved right. Because trying to, trying to prove that you're right is another form of approval-seeking. When you've decided on your course of action, do it and then let go. Don't spend your time worrying about the outcome of your actions. If you were right, and it wasn't wishful thinking, then the outcome is assured. An old saying goes, when ploughing the field, do it as well as you can, and don't think about the harvest. It will take care of itself. Number three, never seek power over others. And never allow others to have power over you. This is freedom. If you decide to choose how you think, feel and act. And you certainly have that right. Provided you are prepared to accept the consequences of your actions without complaint. Then by doing that, you won't be allowing others to have power over you. But if you demand that right then you must accept that others have that right too. These internally motivated people never seek power over others because they respect other people and they want them to be internally motivated too. There's no competition here. They never need to compete. They have nothing to prove. Not to others. They only have something to prove to themselves. In fact... They are not a threat to anyone, but they are often perceived as such. By not blaming anyone or anything for where you are in life, by accepting total responsibility for everything you do, you may very well find that you no longer fit in. Because in order to fit in, in order to be part of the tribe, you have to play the game according to other people's rules. Most, if not all, associations of people are tribal in their structure, however undefined that structure may be. Individuals are usually required to forfeit the right to individual decisions and actions in the so-called best interests of the group as a whole. Someone who makes his own decisions is perceived to be a threat to the harmony of the group. And they're probably right. To be an internally motivated person, you have to be prepared to leave the tribe and strike out on your own. It can be a lonely path. So, before you decide to follow it, consider the consequences of this choice and accept responsibility for the outcome if you decide to follow that path. If you're going to be internally motivated, you will realize that you are not prepared to pay the price of fitting in. In fact, you won't be able to.
Above all, never try to convince anyone to follow your path. If they don't want to, you'll never convince them. And if they do want to, they won't need convincing. Don't expect people to understand you or what you're doing. You can't really explain it. The only ones who will understand you are others who are like you, and you don't need to explain anything to them. The path of no blame and acceptance of responsibility is not easy. But then, nothing worthwhile is. And if this is your path, then you'll know that whatever the price, it's worth paying. That's it for this session. I wish you well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Michael Files podcast. I hope it has been of help to you. If it has been of use, I'd really appreciate feedback. You can find out more about me and what I do on my website, themichaelfiles.com, and you can search for The Michael Files on social media. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now, and I wish you well.